Coffee Lovers Radio. I'm your host, Joseph Robertson, at uh, Conduit Coffee with Jesse Nelson. Uh, John is not with us today because. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're joined by Ryan of Beanbox. Hello, good to be here. Thank you for joining us. It's going to be great. Um, but before we dive in, uh, I've actually prepared for today. I'm very excited. Um, we do have a couple things to go over. Uh, there's a contest going on right now, so you can win a pound of uh, El Salvador by Ida Botlake, uh, who is the first woman ever to win the Cup of Excellence. Um, so she has a she does a lot of really awesome work. Yeah. Um, but uh, Pancake Epidemic, they did a, a video series. They actually did a whole video series touring the Western United States for huh. coffee, and then they went to El Salvador to her farm. Uh, and they put together a special coffee right? Uh, that sounds really amazing. They only have 100 pounds cool. of it. It's being roasted by Stumptown. Right. Stumptown's done lots of work with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, they describe the coffee, coffee as uh, strawberries and cream. Nice. Uh, which sounds glorious. It's, uh, it's not a geisha, though? No. <laughs> Are you being facetious? I don't know. I'm just curious. Uh, not, not to my knowledge. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, go to coffeeloversmag.com slash contest and enter to win. There's daily entries. The more you enter, the more chance you have. Um, we actually have a second contest coming after this one enters. So we have this challenge of we're recording on Tuesday, but this show won't air till next Monday. Yes. And then a few days. So as you're listening to it, there's only a few days left on the current contest. And then there's a new one. So you can win a signed copy of The Art and Craft of Coffee by Kevin Sinnott, who is on the cover of this month's issue, Coffee Lovers Magazine. Uh, he's a creator of Coffee Con. Um, so, yeah, just, uh, just, just check out the contest. Win stuff. They're all at Coffee Lovers Radio? CoffeeLoversMag.com slash contest is always going to be a contest. Awesome. If there's a contest. So you should go there every day. <laughs> yes, go there every you day. you sign up every day anyways. Yeah, there's always daily entries. Okay. Um, you get more points and more chance to win. That's um, better than McDonald's Monopoly. <laughs> well, I mean, you could enter every day at McDonald's. Feels better. That's not advisable. <laughs> um, and uh, if you go to coffeeloversmag.com, you scroll down a little bit, the little sign-up window will appear. So you can sign up to the, the newsletter and learn about the contest and stuff as they come out uh, as well. Um, for Coffee Lovers Radio, uh, you can find everything you need on the show at coffeeloversradio.com. Uh, links to where you can download it in the current episode. And soon, past episodes, actually in the process of changing all the web stuff. So as we're recording, everything's jumbled, but it should be in place um, as you're listening, uh, social media for the show is Coffee Lovers Mag and all the social media places. Um, please rate and review the show on iTunes. That'd be great. And we always want to hear your feedback. You can email us now at the show at coffeeloversradio.com. Oh, nice. Yes, fancy. The Big show, days. huh? The show at coffeeloversradio.com. Uh, let us know what you think, what you want to hear, any questions you have. Uh, we get enough questions, we'll do a QA. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and if you want some really fantastic coffee, come to coffee.com. <laughs> Jesse, what's, uh, what's new right now? What do you got? Go uh, we have some exciting coffee. So by the time this airs, we will have our new Congolese coffee. 
Uh, it should be in. It should be tasty. It's uh, kind of earthy and nice. Um, so picture Sumatran, but just a little sharper, a little cleaner. Really excited about that. We have a Papua New Guinea coming up as well. Um, probably a new Colombian. And then the real season hits. So we have tons of exciting stuff coming up in the next few months. Sweet. And then Condor Coffee on all the social media platforms. Yes. And now our guest today, Ryan Beanbox. Oh, yeah. Good, good intro. Oh, good yeah. Intro. <laughs> on the show. Uh, on the show. On well, the show. on Coffee Lovers Radio. I think something else is probably called the show. No. Uh, no? no? Nothing's no, called the show. Own it. This is the show. Own yep. it. <laughs> Hashtag the show. <laughs> uh, so Beanbox, also a great place to get coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conduit's been in the Beanbox before. Um, it could arguably be a better place to get coffee than ConduitCoffee.com. That is that is saying wow, something. Wow, I, 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 I love that. that. Yeah. Partly because I'm tired of my own coffee, but also because <laughs> there's so many great roasters in Seattle. Yes, I, I like I like to say Beanbox is, is a box of Seattle. Uh, I don't know why you guys don't say that. Get a Seattle in a Seattle. box. Get yeah. Seattle it says roasted with love in Seattle, right? Or, or? We, we, we stamp the space needle right on the inside <clears throat> of the box. It says roasted with love, just so you, know, you don't get confused with some other... City. So we don't yeah, have any so coffee Toronto roast up or St. Louis or something That's weird. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's uh, uh, all, all the top roasters in Seattle, and uh, our main goal is to deliver it fresh mm-hmm. so, so you could experience it how uh, Jesse intended it over here and, and all the rest of our really great roasters. So That seems to be uh, your, your, your biggest... Your biggest thing, I, I remember, is we chatted before, and and you mentioned how people commented on how fresh the coffee was. Uh, I guess that's phenomenal for ordering. Yeah. yeah. Especially from, like, a subscription type thing. Yeah, I, I don't think um, fresh coffee is a, a normal thing people experience every day. And so, as you guys know, uh, on the grocery store shelves, it, it's tough to find fresh coffee. Right. And, and, and even in uh, a lot of your local coffee shops. And so um, our whole goal is to pick up the coffee the day it's roasted and, and ship it out to our subscribers. So um, it, it's, it's all about the freshness because we know the aroma and the experience is so much different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fresher. Right. Um, so for people who are, who are brand new to Beanbox, can you uh, give us an idea of what, what to expect? What, what exactly is Beanbox and the whole, whole deal? Yeah, so uh, deliver fresh coffee from Seattle's Top Roasters to your doorstep. And so um, our, our core product, the Mean Box, um, has four different roasts, uh, four different roasters. And so we, cr- we try to create a un- unique experience with every box you receive. So um, we'll always have a, a, a couple uh, single origins, uh, usually a couple blends. And we're really trying to create a, a diverse experience. So uh, every, every, every kind of, every pot you make with, with one of the, the samples gives you a, a totally different flair and it could be kind of bold and smoky. And then you go light to fruity or you go to a, a nice chocolatey blend yeah. or brown sugar, like the Westlake blend here from Conduit. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's part of the fun of it too, right? Is, is a lot of people get stuck with, with the same coffee mm-hmm. and, and they may, maybe buy large bags um, or, or subscribe to the same thing. And so we, we want people to really get something unique. Or right? maybe they dabble on the weekends and leave the week to their, their staple, but mm-hmm. uh, it's creating that unique experience with every box. Yeah. I, I think uh, for getting into new coffee, for a lot of people, the challenge is um, not knowing what to expect. Right. Or just not knowing at all. And I think you guys do a great job of uh, 
kind of removing any doubt of expectation. Well, thank, well, you. thank you. I, what I really like it too is that it's this hook from, you know, the hook, the advertising hook that it's all coffees from Seattle and Seattle's top roasters. Not, not only is it fresher because you don't have to really wait too much for the delivery time to you yeah. before you bag it and ship it out, but um, people are, there's a lot of variety here in Seattle as well. And so they're able to get the full, full out. Do you have customers that complain about the variety or do people generally like the, you know, Seattle Coffee Works to seven roasters, you know? Yeah, so um, you there there are of course people who have, have their roast preferences. So they prefer something darker, or they prefer something lighter, um, or or they don't want a dark roast. And so um, we 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 have a, a a bag subscription where you can choose your own preference. So if you mm-hmm. you like dark or you, you like low light roast, that that's what we'll send you, and we'll still mix it up the same way we do in the box. But it, it's just a, a different way of experiencing the product, and it's more tailored to you. But we, we, a lot of people just have, have fun because they're not used to tasting, uh, you know, a, a Rwandan coffee or a coffee from Bali, the new Seattle Coffee Works coffee right. we're featuring. And so oh, I need that. Sorry. Yeah, I just <laughs> yeah. remembered that. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I really need to get that. <laughs> exactly. So uh, people aren't used to or don't know there's so much diversity and so much range in coffee. So it's really fun mm-hmm. uh, introducing that to people. So. For the for the standard uh, uh, box itself, I just out of curiosity, uh, how much um, like someone coming coming to the to Beanbox first and, and ordering online, do they get any kind of customization in the standard box, or is it just you order the box and you all like curate entirely? Yeah, the initial so, box. Yeah, so the initial box it's curated. Mm-hmm. Again, we we try to provide kind of a broad range and, and a different experience in every box. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, because coffee too is seasonal and like Jesse's getting new things in, uh, the, the feel of the box is going to change every month. So right now, um, there's no customization, but, um, with each sampler, it says, you know, did you fall in love? And so if you really love a, a particular coffee that we feature in any box, uh, you can order a, a 12 ounce. Mm-hmm. And and even subscribe to twelve ounces of larger sizes, so and get those on a regular basis. And that's sort of new. The twelve ounce larger bags for you. I mean, yeah, it wasn't initial. Wasn't part of the initial launch. Yeah, yeah. So um, of of course, as you guys know, people love their coffee, mm-hmm. and so we 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 don't want people to run out. Mm-hmm. And so um, we we felt that you know, be, people being able to experience. Uh, again, the coffees that they loved in the box, to get them again, um, and also for the the roasters to also be able to benefit from when people find, fall in love with their coffees, um, to have that option, but also to provide a a, a larger quantity and uh, the ability to customize the the roast um, type too is we also do that in twelve ounces. So people who who are, are always drinking co- coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout the day, we, we can make sure to keep them caffeinated and, and do it on based on their preference. Yeah, the, the 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 small bags I think is is fantastic in the you know the initial box just because it's not only is it hard to try something new, yeah. but to try something new and have so much right. If you don't like it, it's like well, and for people that are really into coffee too, I mean, I mean that you know want something or want the roasters from Seattle and get that that design. I know when we get samples, we get twelve ounce bags, and it's mm-hmm. way too much. I mean, you get yeah. the gist of a coffee pretty quickly if you're really into it, and then you have other coffees to try. So having little bags like that, 
keeps it lively. Yeah, and, and that was our, our kind of initial experience before starting Beanbox was, you know, you, you can only get a 12-ounce or 16-ounce, and you didn't if you didn't know what you liked, you know, you were just sitting on a, on a big bag, and as we all know, coffee right. go, can go bad soon so or quickly so we, we wanted we thought the samplers was, mm-hmm. was a good route to start with so speaking of before being box let's yeah. let's visit that a little bit how, how did you start and why did you start <laughs> yeah so we we, we we were actually uh, matthew and i were uh my co-founder and i were, we were technology guys so we were uh in uh software and online advertising and um, when you're doing that and you're, you're at, we we're actually building a consumer mobile app at the time, you're spending a lot of time in coffee shops and being uh, located in Fremont, there are a lot of great coffee shops where coffee is freshly roasted. And so um, being a guy who worked downtown for a while and w- was just drinking kind of older black coffee, um, you, you, can, you can tell the difference. Mm-hmm. It's so different when you got an Americano there's a creme on top and it just tasted different. And so we would buy bags of coffee at those coffee shops and send them to friends and family as gifts. And so that was kind of the initial first version of Beanbox, sending friends and family uh, freshly roasted coffee from Seattle. Nice. And so um, we, we, we've completely shifted our focus and, and I ended up focusing on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, people seem to enjoy it. So uh, we keep doing it. Yeah. Do you guys subscribe to other other sampler pack boxes? Uh, we, we, we don't um, we don't subscribe to other um, coffee samples uh, or uh, products. But we 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 dabble in so much great coffee here, and we, we, we try coffee everywhere we go. So uh, Matthew, for example, is in San Francisco this week, and so I know he he would send me. I kept getting text messages from him, and they're just pictures from different cafes. So um, so of course we, we try to experience as much as we can. I've been told uh, since he's down there, if he hasn't yet, uh, he should find chromatic. Okay, um, that's uh, I actually Michael's think- current favorite. Chromatic, yeah, down in San Francisco for very good things. We have, a, I mean, there's a lot of great coffee. Oh, there is, yeah. Definitely. Michael, Michael's the kind of guy that keeps statistics on everything, and he has a spreadsheet <laughs> describing, you know, what day of the week it's best to go to each cafe. Chromatic <laughs> finds his place in the top there more than often, <laughs> more than more than well, once. Well, Blue Bottle's fantastic. <laughs> he sent me some uh, Blue Bottle every now and then uh, since he's been down there. And the Blue Bottle is good, good stuff. Yeah, Matthew. Matthew was at Blue Bottle. He took some pictures, of course. How are you guys going to cope when you get so big? I know as a, as we're Condo is a small roaster, and we've tried working with craft coffee, you know, with some good feedback. But they're so large that we can't even, you know, it's, it it dwarfs any kind of single origin coffee that we really buy ourselves. So, I mean, what are you going to do when you get so big? Are you going to try and get more roasters, or are you just going to buy more from each roaster, or going to start your own roasting company, or? Uh, Other cities. We can talk about acquisition things later, Jesse. Of Con- Con- <laughs> we buy out condo. Yeah. No, I'm just, uh, Six and a half million dollars. Uh, We're good. You, you heard the price right here, guys. Uh, so um, <laughs> noted. I'm a witness. Noted. We have a witness. Yep. And we have pictures. It's a podcast. So. Um, <laughs> so um, no. So we. Uh, we, we, as we, we, we've been growing really quickly, we, we started mid September, so we're still very, very young. Um, and we've, uh, Jesse, you've, you've kind of witnessed as you, you pop into our office, um, now and again, or every other week, we, um, 
we, we have new machines to help with making backing easier. New we, people, and, new machines. New people. We're, we're always trying to make things more efficient, but um, everything we do is focused on freshness. So the reason we're, again, working with Seattle Roasters uh, is because we are able to pick up the coffee and deliver it out fresh in a, in a timely fashion. And so um, everything we kind of do process-wise tries to move around that. You know, what what are what are we doing to make sure that we're hitting the delivery windows right, right. so we can get the coffee out? And so we're, we're, we wouldn't, um, I think some of the problems with some other services is that um, when you grow, you start to forget about those things that, that make you special. And so for us, it's the ongoing relationships we have with our roasters and, and also freshness. And so I think I, one, one thing that we've done early on is try to maintain kind of ongoing relationships with the same roasters because mm-hmm. we feel that helps us understand kind of their style and then and, and also what makes them special and, and how they can fit uniquely into each, each box too. Um, but, but it also um, a- allows us to grow in a more manageable way and um, in also a more meaningful way. So, and to keep it fresh. So. So uh, out of curiosity in terms of um, handling orders and amounts of orders, do you, do you have, do you have an upper limit now or is it every, are you taking orders? Uh, you must be taking orders a couple weeks in advance sort of thing. Yeah. And so then going, yeah. So right now we have uh, two shipments a month. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, we've kind of held to that from the beginning. And so um, we, we organize around roast schedules a couple days a week on a ship week. And um, you know, is there's obviously an upper limit. We, We've, we've got the machines to make things faster in terms mm-hmm. of bagging the exact you know, quantities. Um, and there's always adding people. But another thing, as we grow, it will probably increase the frequency of those shipments. So right now, as you, you right. sign up, you'll see that you get a ship date. And so that's, that's when your subscription starts on that first ship date. Mm-hmm. And it just depends on uh, kind of when you, when you sign up. It's very pretty cool. flexible. How many roasters do you work with? Are you allowed yeah. to say? Uh, yeah, so right now we have uh, 16 roasters. Um, and um, and who are they? <laughs> are you going to quiz me on them? I am. So yes. we, yeah, so we, we work with uh, Kuma, Conduit. We, we <laughs> work with uh, Fundamental. We work with Lighthouse. I've been, I've been enjoying Fundamental. Herkimer. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it's a nice, nice, nice it's dark good. roast. It's, it's, a, it's a good dark roast. Yeah. So Zoka, Ladro, um, working with Vita, uh, Longshoreman's Daughter, which is actually uh, at, at the ETG caf- Cafe and Bakery here in Fremont, uh, Seattle Coffee Works, there's uh, Seven and Ballard, right. uh, Slate and Ballard, uh, Kialis, which um, does the Hawaiian roasted coffee in, in Seattle. They're also in Ballard. Right. Uh, there's Tin Umbrella in Hillman City, and um, Broadcast. Uh, which is in, also on Capitol Hill, a couple locations, and then also on, on Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all fantastic. I, I don't did I? Did That's I an impressive them? selection. Hey, yeah, you got everyone. Yeah. yeah, and it's expanding. I think you said Vita. Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, we we we've got uh, a few more coming on that we're really excited about. And so I, I think the the key with us is not just um, adding new roasters to say we're adding roasters, but we've we've tried to be pretty particular about. Uh, kind of 
who we're bringing on. And um, it's more their passion about their product than anything. Mm. And so um, if you look at the, our list of roasters, there, there's something you could kind of pick out that, that's special about them or, or their history. And so I, I think, um, or, or they're, they're super particular about the green beans they're bringing in. And, um, and, you know, what's good enough for them to kind of put their, put their brand on it. And right. so to us, that's more important than the number of roasters we work with. And so as we, as we add roasters, um, that's, that's kind of what we, we look for, kind of right. their, their passion for their product rather than like how much volume are we going to do and, and, and all those sorts of things. That's great. It seems, it seems like too, that then the more, the longer you subscribe, the you know, the people aren't going to get conduit every single month when right. they subscribe. They're going to, they're going to get it yeah, so every you, few months. There's, you know, potentially 16 different coffees that are going to come to you over the course of four months or. Yeah. Right. And, and then, um, you know, as, as you know, Jesse, and as always, you, you mentioned all the new coffees you're bringing on, um, you're going to experience things that are, are, are seasonal and those things always are, are changing and you're going to experience the, the sometimes the blends that um, different roasters are known for and they, they kind of pride themselves in the art of the blend. And so um, you're getting an experience that is unlike kind of any other roaster, which is really unique. You know, mm. you mentioned the strawberries and, and cream Right. Coffee tasting notes. <laughs> right. um, there, there are a lot of really cool coffees out there. I, I know um, uh, Slate's Colenso is re- has a oh, really unique right. strawberry taste to oh, it. The aroma to, to the grounds is that what you brought last week? Remarkable, yeah, yeah. unbelievable. It's uh, I don't even know how to describe that aroma. Um, I want to call it strawberry pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, and so it, we can't, there's no way I, like, I can pick favorites anymore because we just, we just cycle through so many mm-hmm. coffees we love. And, and we, that's what makes us so excited about working on Beanbox is really that because we, we know uh, people all over the country are, are experiencing that. Mm. And so um, there, there's another Seattle Coffee Works. You mentioned, I think, the, the Bali. Coffee is, is very, oh yeah I I need to I, I need to have that yeah it, it, it's kind of like grapefruit with uh, roasted roast peanuts it's it's really honey roasted peanuts so it's it's really unique so I mean we we, we love a lot of coffees and uh, it's part of the fun it, the, one of the reasons that I really need to try that Bali is is I recall a while back because I've I've uh, met with Sebastian and I've been to you know one of their cuppings before and. Uh, I remember them mentioning that a lot of times the coffee from Indonesia ends up with um, really notable defects, particularly um, from the way it's stored, I yeah. think, uh, from from what I recall. So the fact that they have a Bali that's, that they're showcasing, mm-hmm. says to right. me they found something really special. Right. Yeah. Well, the processing methods, things like that in yeah. Indonesia and Sumatra, those are some areas that are are a lot different than traditional coffee process and they've definitely developed their own cultural differences and their varieties grown there. And so there's, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of difference. Yeah. Also, I haven't had, I haven't had a coffee from, <laughs> from there that is yeah, this year. I, I have a, from Seattle coffee works. Well, no, from, from Bali. Bali. Uh, or I don't think I've had any Indonesian coffee this year. One of my year's resolutions, I'm, I'm going to have a coffee from each, Growing region that exports to the United States. Nice. About, nice. I'm still growing that list. It was 
too ambitious, but I'm going to try anyways. <laughs> I really like on your bags how you describe both, you take the words off of websites or whatever the roasters give you, but then you have your own tasting notes that you're finding on there. They're complimentary, but it's just, it's a different tone. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, so it's a joy to read it because I know for me, you know, we describe our coffees and that's yeah. the way we describe our coffee. So to hear somebody else describe the coffee in the same sort of context is. Yeah. Jesse reads his coffee voice too monotone. So we try to spice it up a little bit. I'm just kidding. It's usually, well, it's usually like midnight. It's true. It's, I'm going to get on the website and edit this right now. No, I, I think, Monotone coffee. I, I think um, with with coffee, and, and most people who just, if you ask them what kind of coffee they like, they say, oh, I, I just like drinking coffee, you know, or I like it dark. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, strong. It's right. It's got to be strong. They, <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite comment because it's like, I don't even know yeah. what that means. What I just that, tamped really mean? hard. Like, yeah. Just okay. Really well, put myself in. Would you like some Turkish coffee? Because yep. that's pretty darn. Just anyways, go ahead. I thought, I thought they wanted me to rip my sleeves off when they said it. Yeah. <laughs> Strong man coffee. You put on your cape yeah. and tell them how it works. It's super. <laughs> so I so I I think uh, m- most people don't know that. You know there are tasting notes to coffee, and so we, we we like to have fun. The roasters provide a great description of the, the region, the altitude it's grown at, the farm. You know the farmer who worked on it. They they provide kind of their take on the tasting notes, and then we'll 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 just make it a little, we'll try to be a little colorful with it. Like if it, I know the fundamental dark roast, it's called tall, dark, and handsome. And so, um, you know, there there are a bunch of ones that I, I've memorized, but they're you know, it's like. Uh, Chocolate, chocolate cherry, you know, try it mm-hmm. without milk and sugar. Um, it brings its own. And, and so we try to say things like that that get, get the tasting notes and the experience of the coffee across yeah. um, w- without getting into kind of things that a lot of coffee drinkers might not understand or, or know it's how it distinguishes more, the coffee. Right. Yeah. A bit more playful and accessible. Yeah. A yeah. little, little more con- conversational. Yeah, so yeah. The accessibility is such a important yeah. key and a big difference between your service and other subscription services. I think that it makes Seattle and all these roasters, 16 and counting roasters, all accessible to the rest, of, you know, the rest of the Instagram and Twitter feeds out there that people hear about it and it's so far away to, you know, get this coffee to Chicago. Yeah, I, I think, you know, it's like the people see a, a Chemex, they're, the average coffee drinker might be like thrown off by, oh, it's like a serious thing. It's like total sidebar. But yeah, so I, I, I um, it's not that, Joseph's it's not that light total, up. but I, no, so I, I, um, Chemex plug. I go on. This 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 is about the Chemex. Now, now I, I go on like a, a TV show binges on on uh, Netflix every now and then, and so uh, Friends popped up, and I never really watched Friends when it was a thing. I was like, oh, I'll check out Friends and I'll watch it. At least in the first season, they always have a Chemex on their counter for huh. coffee. I saw that and I'm like. It's a Chemex. Really? You're so far behind schedule. Oh <laughs> Not only is, have you seen this is mid-90s. your first Chemex and your first Friends episode in the same week. That's impressive. Uh, yeah. Anyways. But they were they were like brewing in it. It was just a Chemex full of coffee. It was clearly a Chemex that they had poured coffee into because it was way too full. Right. But still. What we find because we sell them is that a lot of people have seen them. They've never known what they are. Right. Yeah. And they've right. been around for you know so many decades. Right. It's just yeah. grandma had one. Well, it invented was, in a late... 30s and popularized during World War II. Right. Blow molded anyway. gas, blow molded glass. And it, it yeah, it, it, it's not like some fancy technology. 
that. It's like yeah. you're pouring water well, over some ground. Yeah, the yeah. filter is probably the best part right? that's been advanced since but, then. But I, I think people are like guarded because they they like don't know what this fancy thing does, and they're they're not uh, fancy enough. Specialty coffee drinker right. to you know it's been made fancified. It's been in fancified, the last five or and, and so years. that that's <laughs> like all manual, simple brewing methods. That's yeah. that's right. Good marketing. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, so we, I guess <laughs> let's make everyone afraid of the yeah. brewing method. It's so difficult. That's true. It's so hard to brew coffee. <laughs> Pour the water. So uh, <laughs> do you offer brew guides? Sorry, I keep interrupting. No, yeah. So we um, on the back of all of our inserts with tasting notes and a little description of each roaster, which ma- makes each roaster special, is a, a brewing guide, and we're we're kind of looking at. Uh, different things we we can tell different facts about coffee that we can Mm -hmm. introduce to people different fun fun things that maybe they didn't know and so um yeah we we really try to have fun with the inserts we try to not take everything too seriously yeah that's good so like you just oh thank you you're welcome the show (laughs) the show the 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 show show. (laughs) this this moment right now yes that you're not taking seriously um how far has your coffee gone? How yes. far has Seattle coffee gone? For this place. That's uh, so so far, Guam. Wow. Okay. Through the Postal Service. But uh, during the holidays, we've delivered, we delivered to North Pole, Alaska, which is not far necessarily from Seattle. But that's during no, the holidays, who doesn't want to ship coffee to North Pole, Alaska? That's true. So, you know. You got the Antarctica. You know, Santa is drinking Beanbox coffee. Have you been Probably some conduit. <laughs> no. I haven't been on every continent yet. Oh. No, no, okay. No, so we 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 ship U.S. Canada right now. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And and the reason <laughs> that limits the reach. That, that, that limits that limits the That's reach. In the that, but um, we we will let people know when, when we're when okay. we're shipping broader than that. We've had a lot of requests. The the issue is just making sure we're right on freshness because mm, because right. if we we're sending a, a box to Paris. Like if you experience it three weeks later, it's not quite the right. same. And it's, it's not, not worth the shipping. And, yeah, and then Jesse is going to be really upset to me because he's like, "You promise Furious. you deliver the coffee fresh to your customers," mm. and here it's like almost a month old. Our other subscription service actually flies over there once a week to Paris. So nice. Yeah, we'll we'll get on that. Yeah. So we can set up a Beanbox Berlin. Just to get <laughs> get John his own airplane. No. I mean, you deliver by bicycle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff John bicycle to Paris. <laughs> yeah, on a little, a little flying machine, <laughs> pedaling along. Oh. Da Vinci would be proud of this coffee company. Uh, <laughs> There's another sidebar, but the the term the term freshness is a is a uh, one that like we were chatting about this uh, a few weeks ago when we what was the testing we did? Oh, the grind. The we grind did the grind test. test, but we've also done the storage test. All right, we've done the storage test. Well, it, particularly in the grind test, uh, the subject of freshness was a little odd to dance around because the coffee that so we we took a we took a coffee roasted on a Monday, ground it on on a, on a Tuesday, and then Thursday and Sunday and the following Monday, and then uh, again on Tuesday a couple times, and then we tasted it. So we we tasted like how like if you ground it a week in advance, yeah. what would happen to it? That sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. And and the term freshness kind of fell out of context because it wasn't that the coffee wasn't fresh, but mm-hmm. what we what ended up being notable was vibrancy. Right. Right. Um, and different things became vibrant. Yeah. Um, it was that was interesting. It was the oldest coffee, the oldest the 
oldest ground coffee and the freshest ground coffee that I mean we well, recognize those right away. No, that was that was the that was the newest ground coffee and the second newest ground coffee that were the most different from the other ones. Right. Yeah, that's Anyways, right. It's just yeah. the, this the it's kind of semantics, but but talking about because because I don't remember. It's, I don't remember it's opposite day because co- coffee <laughs> coffee is not considered to expire, right? But it does. It does. It does. Ex- it does get worse. It does. You can. It can go rancid. I don't know why it it's classified in a way that it can't expire, but uh, but it's classified and considered. I mean, nobody nobody considers coffee. Like especially at grocery stores and stuff that it would yeah. ever expire. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of labeled as a cooking ingredient, yeah. right? Like sugar. Right. Yeah, so, one year lifespan kind of thing. Right, right. And so most coffee you see in the grocery store therefore has expiration dates, and so uh, which is crazy because there's such there is such a difference, and when you experience it old, and you right. know with 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 different coffees like the lighter roasted coffees they'll last longer, mm-hmm. but um, if you want to try a a, a nice dark roast, and, and you're you're waiting a month. It's just a totally different experience. Right. Than and that's what's fun too is getting it fresh, yeah. to see how that changes. I mean, that was such a learning process when I was getting into coffee, just to know what day off versus two weeks out of the same yeah. coffee because it's hugely different. Yeah, there's there's uh, kind of no no bitterness to it. Right. That that you're used to, and so when we do uh, coffee tastings, which we've done a, a lot in Seattle, and I know Jesse do a lot. Um, people are blown away, especially when you give them a, a darker roast, like a fundamental or a lighthouse, and they they they're used to experiencing a dark coffee like that with not much <laughs> flavor and mm-hmm. and and kind of a bitter ending. So and they'll they'll taste the coffee, and and then then it's just kind of gone and off their palate, and it's it, it's just how it's meant to be and kind of what that art was that the roaster was going for. And so it comes out. And so people love it. Anyways, that was, a, that was just a sidebar of freshness, just because the term is kind of, I don't know. Anyways. You like sidebars. We, 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 we agree. Um, so we had, we had a, a couple more miscellaneous questions. What, what's, your, what's your most request, if you, have, if you get requests, your most requested roaster or type of coffee? Or, or rather, if you, your biggest request in general, or any of the, all of the above. Stop sending me junk mail. <laughs> <laughs> so much spam. Uh, biggest request in terms of... Uh, sure. M- most requested uh, coffee or type of coffee. So it's interesting. There is, um, there tends to be a, a there's a, there's a spectrum of people, and you can you can tell what what kind of coffee drinkers they are. Mm-hmm. Um, we we do have a a large base of people who like uh, medium to darker roasts, and I think it's because they uh, they'll have a dash of milk with it, or they'll put some sugar in it, and they'll play nicer with that. Right. And so they also. Uh, a lot of people say, oh, I, I kind of like the chocolatey or kind of the bolder flavors. Um, and so uh, we, we see tons of reorders of, of darker mm-hmm. coffees, which is really interesting. And so, um, but at the same time, uh, we, we, we also, on the other end of the spectrum, there are the people who are going through all the different exotic coffees. Right. So... Um, You'll see a, you'll see a lot of the lightly roasted single origins and people dabbling. So they'll they'll, they'll want to get a hold of the Colenso or the Conduit Sumatra, and so you'll you'll see kind of groupings mm-hmm. of reorders, and right. um and, and so it, it, it makes sense to me, right? Yeah. I mean that that's the 
the the majority of coffee drinkers are are used to kind of a more darker classic right. roast, and so to experience that fresh, they just they love it. Especially around here, as yeah, well. I think a bit very um, cultural thing. Like I'd be interested if if you guys, for instance, do this sort of thing in Portland, what the uh, what the that would look like in Portland, right? right. Just because I think the the lighter coffees are far more um, initially accepted there. You go to any cafe and almost all. Right. But the clientele nationwide That's true. isn't necessarily going to be different. Right. So do you see a geographical difference? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh, uh, Portland and uh, Northern California, you'll, you'll see more lighter roast fans, which is which makes sense. But I, I think uh, and we, we have a lot of customers on the East Coast. And so they're used to uh, Dunkin' Donuts. and That's pretty medium middle of the road, though, isn't it? It, it is, it is, but to them, it's like you know, they it's black coffee, like uh-huh. they, they like their black coffee, and so, um, you know, it, it's it's not necessarily uh, there's that Portland, Northern California, but th- there is a, a bias between kind of both sides of the spectrum, hmm. like the people huh. dark like it with milk, and then the people who are, are experimenting with uh, mm-hmm. different exotic coffees, so. That's how I, I group them in my head, and then that's how I kind of see um, the orders come in. Right. But um, I think that's but that's that's to the point why I love getting you know for example my my box <laughs> you know <laughs> sure. is because me me too even though that uh, we're trying a lot of coffees all, all the time uh, it's an opportunity for me to like sit down and on the weekend to uh, you know with my wife just try something different. And, um, you know, it, it's just, it's different too mm-hmm. all, with each coffee. And so I, I love that. I love that. And so I, I hope, my hope is that more and more you love people who are on that darker side, uh, try coffees, uh, with, without milk that have a little more, f- bring a little more flavor themselves, whether it's right. kind of, uh, more sugary or, or, or more fruit. And so we're, we're, we're starting to see that and people are writing us and saying that, you know, we had someone last week who sent us an email and they said for, for the first time in 20 years, I tried coffee without milk or sugar huh. and I fell in love, uh, w- with one of the coffees. And, okay. and so it's just really cool and really fun hearing that. And so I, I think seeing people dabble where they're not comfortable is even more fun. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Did you have any uh, questions? <laughs> Come on, <Justin. laughs> uh, did, did, did you did you have anything you wanted to plug? Any any uh, new, like, what's new coming around the around the band? Or is it just more growth and expansion and yada yada? Working um, on the current stuff. Yeah. So I I mean we've. Uh, very very fortunately um we've we're growing pretty quickly so it, it's really um it's really staying ahead of that and um mm-hmm. making sure that we're staying true to um w- working with great roasters and delivering coffee fresh so um and and also just reaching finding new ways to reach people and have them experience coffee because coffee is such an experience mm-hmm. and so uh, we're trying to get out a little more and um, you know, we, we've been at the, the Sunday market at Fremont. We, we, we've showed up at a lot of companies in, in Seattle um, uh, doing tastings where we'll, we'll do a wide range. So it, 
it, it's more of the same, but just trying to, to scale it up, meet new people, and kind of share the experience. So, cool. Um, where can people find you? Where can they order? Yeah, so uh, our website is beanbox.co.co. We we didn't forget about the M. Uh, the website is .co. So um, yeah, check it out. We again we we have the the beanbox, which is the sampler. Well, you get the four different coffees you can experience every month. We also have a, a bag subscription where you can choose your preferences. So um, you know, no matter what kind of coffee drinker you are, we, we think you can kind of, we can give you a unique experience every uh, every day and help you fill your cup. So uh, check it out. There's nothing more to say. Sunrise Coffee Club. Oh yeah, hashtag Sunrise Coffee Club. <laughs> We're still recording. This is all the all the end. Or, or uh, I'll just end just it at the chowder. Yeah, just chowder. Chowder. Chowder.